Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast of your favorite team in the Bay Area. And on today's episode, we continue to ask one big question uh, about the Sharks, and we're going to be focusing on the captain, Logan Couture. And then if this is sustainable, if this is the new Logan Couture, or was this a blip season for Couture? Uh, So all that and more on today's episode of Locked on Sharks. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now. We want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen. Uh, you can follow or subscribe for free wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, you can watch this on YouTube as well, where all the episodes drop first. And on today's episode, we're going to be digging into Logan Couture. Uh, we're going to review his last season, uh, kind of what were the key components to why the season was really such a successful season for Logan Couture. And then kind of look ahead and see what we can potentially expect from Couture moving forward by looking at some other uh, very prominent Sharks players and kind of figure out, is this the, the is this Logan Couture here to stay? Or are we going to see kind of what we've seen the past couple seasons before this season? Um, before we get any further, do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you guys by FanDuel uh, Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment matter more. Uh, visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So, Logan Couture this year. Um, way we're going to kind of break this down, we're going to look at kind of what how his season ended look at his stats look at his fancy stats um then and we're going to talk about kind of why i think the two things that were a big reason for why logan Couture had such a successful season this year and then we're going to look ahead at kind of some comparables as logan Couture enters his age 34 season which is uh kind of crazy logan Couture is already going to be uh he's already 34 but um Couture had a a massive season for the Sharks. And if it wasn't for Eric Carlson doing insane Eric Carlson things, I think that would be kind of the biggest topic coming out of this season from uh, the Sharks is where one of the biggest topics is just kind of the renaissance season we saw from Couture where he kind of, you know, the past couple seasons were struggle for him. He dealt with injuries, wasn't putting up the stats that we normally see from Logan Couture. And we saw him kind of turn back the clock. And I think that's the focus of today's episode is, did Logan Couture kind of find the secret to success? And this is what we're going to see from Couture going forward. Or uh, was this just kind of everything worked out for Couture? Um, and we might start to see more and more regression. So before we get into everything, let's look at what Couture actually did this year. So if you're watching on YouTube, uh, plenty of graphs for you guys today. So Couture played all 82 games. Um, that is the first time Couture has done that since the ninth, uh, the 20, let's see, 2014, 2015 uh, season, his age 25 season. Um, you know, he, he's played, you know, for the most part, it's been relatively healthy playing the majority of games. Um, 1920, he missed uh, a few, he missed about 20 games in that season. 
that shortened season. I uh, missed a handful of games in 2021. Last year, he missed about five games in the 2021-2022 season. You know, he's been kind of dinged up here and there, and you know he's definitely played through some injuries as well definitely dealing with some back stuff i remember the past couple seasons but um had 27 goals again uh the most that we have seen from kotor in a long long time so 27 goals that was um his most since the 17 18 season when he scored 34 goals that was that's his career high in goals is that 17 18 season is age 28 season um also again put up 40 assists um, this year, most since the 1819 season when he ended up with 67 points. Um, again, that 67 points ties a career high in points. So we really saw a Logan Couture that we haven't seen in a long, long time from him. Um, of course, before he averaged or he had 198 shots on goal this year, averaged 1908 time on ice. 47.58 Corsi four, 45.13% goals for that's both five on five times. So uh, when I did this at the halfway point, the Corsi four is around 45%. Um, so kind of and the same thing with the goals for it was around 44, 43%. So did see a bit of an increase over the second half of the season for Longator in those departments. Um, pulled up his athletic uh, player card. Still position, you know, center line, roll top line. Um, still kind of very high in the percentile ranks, you know, um, 86 percentile for goals, 86 percentile for uh, assists, 88 percentile for points, 95 percentile for a time on ice. So he gets as much, he gets a ton of time of ice, not as productive as you want to see, but still very, very productive. Um, again, hit a lot of. Career highs or highs we haven't seen from Couture in a long, long time. Expected goals for um, 87th percentile there. Defense is down. Um, usage is, you know, 73 percentile. So Couture in his whatever, however they do their market value. So his salary, again, he's this is he'll be entering um, next year in his age 34 season. The fourth year of uh, he'll that'll be sorry, the fifth year. We have four years left of $8 million contract market value 7.7. So basically he's about what you'd expect in, in an open market type of situation um, from involving hockey. I just want to bring another set of analytics. You can, the more numbers, the better, right? Um, overall for his role, 54 percentile offense, 74th percentile defense, 20 percentile um, you know, was solid in the total goals above replacement, expected goals repl replacement. Um, Drew didn't draw as many penalties as you would expect for him, uh, but did a good job of not taking a lot of penalties. His time on ice is kind of between that forward one, forward uh, two department, especially with Hurdle kind of being the you know top line center for the Sharks. Um, got a ton of power play, you know, of course, and got a ton of shorthanded. He was one of the Sharks' biggest uh, uh, shorthanded killers, especially as a centerman. So, you know, I think with Couture, we see – we definitely saw, you know, the offense improving this year. And that was – if you remember back to last year, that was one of my big questions is, what do you do with Couture? Do you kind of make him an offensive? Because in the past couple seasons, he's had to really, really – either be an offensive guy well, the past couple of seasons he had to be both but an offensive you know provide offense and be a 
shutdown defensive center. And this year, as we'll get to here in a second with segment two, um, he didn't have to do that. They, they let him kind of provide the offense uh, that we know that's been from Contour and kind of take a little bit off his plate. And there's been a big reason uh, why that has been, and that we'll get to here in a second. But, you know, if you had told me before the year, Couture would be pushing 70 points, um, you know, I, I think we would have all been, you know, kind of shocked to see that. And Couture in a 67-point season really, really, you know, if, if this is the Couture that we're getting going forward, um, this contract may not age as, as bad as, as we previously thought. So um, before we get into the two reasons why Logan Couture really, really found his groove again this year. Um, do want to take a quick break. Talk to you guys about our friends over at uh, FanDuel. And you guys know right now is basketball season and baseball season, playoff hockeys, but Grand Slams, no hitters, double plays are back. There's no better place to get it on MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. Place your first bet and get up to $1,000 back and bonus bets if you don't win. Um, plenty of fun things out there to bet. Um, Aaron Judge hitting a home run, always a fun thing to bet. Um, they always – they have – Great, great um, same game parlay. So if you really like maybe Otani to win, to you know maybe strike out ten hitters, but the Angels to lose, um, that feels like it's probably gonna happen a lot because that's the Angels. So don't miss your chance to get a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars when you join Fanduel today. Go to Fanduel.com/slash/lockdown to sign up. Fanduel, an official partner of Major League Baseball. All right, and there's there's two big reasons I think for why Logan Couture really really saw a huge jump offensively this year. Number one, I think it's Nico Sturm. Sharks signed Nico Sturm this year, kind of expected maybe a four C position. Quickly throughout the season, took that job um, from Nick Benino, became the three C, and then that's when we had the hurdle um, Couture Sturm. And then Lawrence, um, kind of your as your center, your pivots there. Um, last year, the 2021-22 season, though, um, Couture, it was the Hurdle Couture, Benino, and who else? Whoever, Jasper Weatherby, whomever else you could find to play center um, on the fourth line. But I think solving that center position really helped to kind of find a pecking order. So, Couture last year um, had 283 offensive zone starts, 360 neutral zone starts, 383 defensive zone starts. 42.49% of his starts were in the offensive zone uh, last year. So, really had to kind of work his way out. Um, Nick Benino kind of took the majority of those defensive zone starts, 220, 351, 401. And again, we know what happened with Nick Benino where he eventually lost his job as the centerman, um, you know, even at the end of the season when Thomas Bordelow showed up and then this season, again, quickly lost his job to Nico Sturm and was placed on the wing as well. This year under David Quinn, much, much different, right? Um, offensive zone starts for Logan Couture, 332 offensive zone starts, 
406 neutral zone starts and 409 defensive zone starts. I know the zone starts, the numbers sound, you know, uh, much, much different, but offensive zone faceoffs, 44.8%. So jumped up 2% there. But again, Nico Sturm getting kind of a good chunk of these and being able to actually do something with it, right? So Nico Sturm had 209 offensive zone starts, 277 neutral zone starts, 357 defensive zone starts. Um, you know, yes, you start in the zone, but how can you get out of the zone? I think Nico Sturm did a much better job of that. And then kind of set, you know, as the third line, then you kind of set up those hop lines to be able to, take more, you know, do more offensively. So I think Nico Sturm's arrival and really solidifying the 3C position, allowing Logan Couture to have more opportunities to play in the offensive zone. Again, going from 283 offensive zone starts uh, to 332 offensive zone starts, that's that's a big jump right there. It's 50 offensive zone starts for him. Um, being able to provide him with more you know, offense there and even neutral zone starts 406 um, this year to 360. Again, putting Logan Couture in a better position to succeed because he's not having to start all the way in his own end and work it out. And I think the second half of that is Alexander Barabanov partnering him with Couture with Barabanov, especially Barabanov, who is a transition monster. How many times when those two guys were on the ice, especially when Eric Carlson wasn't, was it Bear Banoff being the one to bring the puck out of the zone and kind of set things up op- offensively? This season, when these two guys played together at 5 on 5, um, Alexander Bear Banoff Logan Gator played 683 minutes um, together, time on ice at 5 on 5. Corsi 4, 642 shot attempts. Corsi allowed 615. Corsi 4, 51.07%. Um, so they were producing doing good things during that time. You know, they had the majority of the shot attempts, um, expected goals for 36.14 expected goals allowed 30.05, um, 54% expected goals for scoring, uh, chances for 394 to 331, 54% scoring chances when they were on the ice together. Lone in the 358 minutes without Alexander bear Banoff. 290 shot attempts, 412 given up. Corsi for 41%. Um, scoring chance, uh, shots for 150 to 194, 43.26%. Um, expected goals for 14.74 to 17.85, 45%. Uh, scoring chances for 170 to 210. Scoring uh, chances for 44.74. Again, we, we see, right, without Barabanov, Couture just isn't the same player. So Alexander Barabanov under contract for the next year. Um, I think this this proves that, one, you need to have a solid 3C. And with Nico Stern being under contract for the next couple of years, it seems like they're going to have – and he's 27, 28. Like they, I think they have that 3C position kind of locked down for the next couple of years. You don't have to worry about that, right? And then, two – you need to have a kind of dynamic puck moving winger with Logan Couture and Alexander Barabanov. And then hopefully 
And I know Barabanov has one more year left on his deal. You can easily resign him if you want to trade him. But you have some guys coming up who can potentially take that role, right? Uh, you have William Eklund. We've seen Bordalo on the wing. Um, I don't think it's going to be too much longer for Daniel Gushin. Like there's some potential replacements there. Or if you want to be active in free agency, you're going to have a little bit of cap space this offseason. Uh, we'll get into that. So I think those are the two things, right? Um, giving someone who can help in the transition game and move the puck, if, especially if you're not have Eric Carlson, and then solving that 3C. If those things are together, I don't see why Eric Carlson, or not Eric, I don't see why Logan Couture cannot continue to be an effective um, 2C going forward for the Sharks for the next few years um, as you kind of continue to transition and rebuild right now. But with the hope that one day you find a legitimate one C hurdle becomes your two C Couture becomes your three C and if Logan Couture is your three C and you know, look at Joe Thornton a couple years ago, I know Logan Couture and Joe Thornton aren't the same players, but when the sharks are very good, having Joe Thornton is the best three C in the league. If Logan Couture was your three C or, or if you wanted to move him to the wing or whatever, like it gives you more flexibility. So um, I think, but those are the keys for Logan Couture to, to be successful, right? Is having that 3C and a guy like Nico Sturm who can kind of do the dirty work um, successfully. And then having that kind of dynamic transitional um, playmaker on the wing for him. So before we continue, kind of look at some of the other Sharks players and as they entered their age 34 season, um, and what to kind of expect from Logan Couture going forward. Do want to take a quick break, talk to you guys about our friends over at Athletic Greens. Today's episode is brought to you by a product that my wife uses literally every day, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Maybe you're like her and you want to be healthy, eat well, but it's always easier said than done. That's no longer the case with AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1 in a glass of water, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, Whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and actions help to start your day right. The special blend of ingredients starts uh, support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all the things. It can be hard and expensive to keep track of multiple different supplements and vitamins, not to mention how hard it is it can be on your stomach. AG1 costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of their immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for the first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, lastly, what can we expect from Logan Couture going forward? So I looked at three well-known Sharks players, um, forwards, a couple of them are centers, and kind of what to expect for them as they go from their age 33 to their age 34 season. So um, one, Joe Pavelski, you may have heard of him. Um, his age 33 season, he had 82 goal or in 82 games, he had 22 goals, 44 assists for 66 points. Reminder, Couture, um, 27 goals, 40 assists, and it's for 67 points. What did he do the next year? Um, 
what was a contract for year for him in his last season um, in San Jose in 75 games. Uh, Joe Pavelski had 38 goals, 26 assists, 64 points. Um, I think uh, if Logan Couture puts up 38 goals next year, that would be um, absolutely insane. But you see the point production, though, 66 points to 64 points. Didn't really drop off too, too much. He has seven, and that was in 75 games that year. Um, Pavelski's also kind of found the fountain youth and has put up the last couple seasons in Dallas. Uh, he had 77 points in 82 games this year. He was basically a point per player in his 21 22 season uh, at 81 points in 82 games. And then, yeah, he's been an absolute monster um, for, for the Dallas. So, and then he had 51 points in the 56 games um, in the bubble season. So been absolutely, you know, has, has really found the fountain of youth uh, in, in Dallas. Been their top line. And I think it's because of his style of play. It's just the way he plays, right? Um, and he has dynamic playmakers around him. So just something to keep in mind there. One, Joe Thornton, who we mentioned earlier. So, a um, little bit different with him in his age 33 season. Um, that was the that was a strike year. So they played 48 games. Had he had seven goals, 33 assists. So he had 40 points in 48 games um, for Joe Thornton. And we know um, Logan Couture. He's a better goal scorer than Joe Thornton. Joe Thornton. Um, he wanted to pass the puck, but. The next season in his age 34 season for uh, Joe Thornton, 82 games, had 11 goals, 65 uh, assists, 76 points. Um, I don't expect that type of production, especially with the lack of goal scores. This was the 2013 to 2014 season for the Sharks. Um, but again, you're, you're not seeing that kind of production dry up. Um, you know, in his age 35 season, uh, Joe Thornton had played 78 games, 16 goals, 49 6, 65 points. I think, I think we will see less assists from Couture and more goal production, um, type of thing. But I, you can kind of see the points being relatively close in that type of see, uh, situation. Um, <laughs> Joe Thornton is age 36 season, 82 games, 19 goals, 63 assists, 82 point. He was a point per player as a 36 year old. Absolute legend. Um, what ridiculous Joe Thornton. All right. And then the last one I looked, looked at was uh, Patrick Marlowe. So his age 33 season was also the, sh the lockout season as well. Uh, 48 games played seven, uh, had 17 goals, 14 assists, 31 points there. Um, in his age 34 season, 82 games played 33 games, had 33 goals, 37 assists, 70 points. Um, his age 35 season, he had uh, again 82 games. Well, of course, we know he played every game 19 uh, goals, 38 uh, assists, 57 points. So that, that one feels really kind of close for the expectations for, for Logan Couture going forward. I think Couture will probably be in that 60 to 65 points. Um, 25 goals kind of feels about right for Couture kind of moving forward for the next couple of seasons. So um, that is some of the, you know, that's, that's, I think a look at why low Couture, what hit, how, why his season was so successful um, and then kind of what to look forward to. So with Couture, especially if he can continue to have 
guys like Barabanov or other dynamic play, you know, wings on his side who can kind of help do the heavy lifting when it comes to especially to moving the puck out of his zone and being kind of let Couture kind of slide in that Joe Pavelski like role of, you know, going to the crashing the net, kind of being that guy. Um, and then let some of the other guys do the heavy lifting. And then having a guy like Nico Sturm who can really help take the burden off of having to take those tough, tough defensive zone starts and actually do positive things with them, like get them out of the zone and kind of set up the rest of the team. So, um, yeah, so Logan Couture, really, really good season. And again, like I said earlier, if it wasn't for Eric Carlson going absolute bananas, we would be kind of talking about, wow, what a season Logan Couture had. Uh, really kind of a, a nice throwback season. So I hope we figured out why and what to expect from Couture going forward. Um, and do want to thank you guys uh, for making Locked on Sharks your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We're going to be talking about Tomas Hurdle. If last season was a bump in the road or if things need to are much, much more worrisome than uh, than we might be thinking. So uh, make sure you guys are following along for that. Also expect a draft profile here in the next day or two as well. So you're getting six episodes this week from me. Um, so we'll be back Tomorrow, uh, make sure you guys are following along on the show, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Lockdown Sharks. Um, you can listen wherever you get podcasts. Watch on YouTube as well. Of course, episodes drop on YouTube first. You can follow me on Twitter at my fry hole. And until tomorrow, bye, friends.